Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with me, myself, and I. And y'all, I am so mother... We're cussing on this episode. Fucking excited for today's episode. If you are new here, welcome to the show. I'm TK. This show is all about making moves in your life, making money moves, making dating moves, making business moves. We're making moves on this podcast. And today, I cannot wait to dive into today's topic. You already saw the title. How to not give a fuck about what other people think about you. It seems so obvious, but it's hard. It's hard not to give a fuck. And I want to get into the nitty gritty. And I'm so excited because I actually did hello research for this. I feel like being blunt. I give less of a fuck about what others think more than, I guess, the average Joe. I think most content creators could probably say the same. However, I still struggle with it all the time. And what's funny is as I actually grow on social media, I think I begin to care or I started to begin to care a little bit more. And now I'm trying to relearn how to not give a fuck. So I was struggling with this. If you're struggling with this, this is the perfect episode for y'all to listen to. And I'm so excited. I'm sure everyone can relate to some capacity. And if you find it to be valuable in any way, shape, or form, please send this to a friend. Um, because I would love for us to all not give a fuck and just live our carefree woo-woo lives. Okay? So um, I'm so excited about this. Be sure to also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening to this podcast. I love you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Normally, the Making Moves schedule is about two interviews with epic guests a month, and then I do a solo, one of these daddies that's going on right now, and I do a crossover episode with four random celebrities, creators, business owners, whatever, and we play trivia. So definitely go check out all those other episodes. I love y'all so much. If you're on YouTube, why don't you comment down below? No forks given. <laughs> so I know you are here listening on YouTube. Anyway, let's get into it. How to not give a fuck what other people think. The first thing I think about when it comes to how to not give a fuck what other people think is 
what is a fuck, you know? So sorry for all the cursing. Like, if you are around children right now, this is not the episode to be listening to. In my eyes, giving a fuck, like a fuck means caring. How to not care what other people think. It's basically a substitute, but I think the F word is more intense and I think it's necessary for this podcast. So I will be making less money to help you guys, just so you know. (laughs) But it's worth it because the Making Moves listeners were family here. And um, I'm super excited about this podcast because I literally, you guys, I texted basically all my friends and family and peers and managers, like just anyone in my life that I think doesn't give a fuck. And I, I admire that about them. I texted them and I said, hey, I'm recording a podcast this week about how to not give a fuck what people think. I think you do a great job of this. What What's the tea? Do you have any tips and tricks on how you go about this? You know, how you deal with this, what to do when you do give a fuck, etc. So I texted all of my awesome network of people that I admire and I look up to when it comes to the subject. And they came in with the knowledge and the tips and tricks. And I'm so excited to share it all. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But just so you stick with me, I just wanted to tell you I'm like so excited about it. But first, I'm just going to give you from the heart my advice on how to not give a fuck because this is what I use on a daily basis. And I hope it can be helpful for one of you. The first thing I thought about when it comes to not giving a fuck, because I've been struggling with this lately. If I'm being really real right now, I basically discovered something about myself that I don't like. And I, I this is a little tangent, but I, I think it's necessary because I want to tell you what's going on and why, why I'm doing this podcast because it's very personal to me. I am a YouTuber. I don't know if you follow me on my personal YouTube channel. I make vlogs, daily vlogs, productive day in my life, that type of thing. LA girly out here doing my vlogs and I fucking love making my vlogs like I I know I'm a great editor I know I can be great on camera I know that I have an eye for cinematography I went to basically film school I also worked for a content creator for four years like I've worked at so many different production companies I don't need to you know disclaim my credibility here I'm confident and in that I am a good I guess YouTuber but My biggest weakness when it comes to YouTube is not uploading as consistently as I want to and as timely as I want to. And that's one of the biggest things when it comes to being a content creator is being on time in the know. For instance, you know, whatever is going on in pop culture, you want to upload that day so you can be in, in the algorithm. That's what everyone wants to see that day. That's the talk of the town. And I struggle with that. I struggle with getting a YouTube video out like right away because I've come down to the root of it. And it's like, it's literally embarrassing to say, but I'm like, whatever. I, if it, this helps someone, I'm like, I'm happy to be embarrassed. But at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck, you know, because I'm confident in me. I'm besties with my gut and my intuition and my gut saying, just share it. Who fucking cares? So anyway, the reason I have a hard time uploading in real time is... I struggle with getting the footage in my editing software and editing myself because I don't like looking at myself. (laughs) And like some of you are all like, okay, neither do I. Like I hate looking back at photos of myself. I hate watching myself on camera, blah, blah. I don't know how you do this job, whatever. Some of you might be saying that, right? People, I think genuinely like all the time, they're always so shocked because like my full-time job now is content creation. It's like taking photos, filming, whatever. And I love filming. Like I love taking photos. I love filming. The thing I hate the most about it, literally about my job in general, is going back and looking at myself and deciding which one's the best. And I've shared this in several episodes before. Like, I just don't like looking at myself in that way. I don't know what it is. I think it's just because I'm too hard on myself. I'm my my own biggest critic. And it's funny because, like, if someone told me what I'm insecure about, which, like, are things like you know, acne, my double chin, or like just random shit, like bad hair day, whatever. Some dumbass shit I'm saying. If someone was actually coming for me and saying that, I would be like, fuck them. I don't even know them. Right. But like, I'm my own biggest critic and I'm the one that's stopping myself from not getting this edit done because I don't want to look at myself. Like that's embarrassing to me. And I'm sick and tired of it because I know I have what it takes to be a good, big, inspiring YouTuber. 
And there's no reason why I shouldn't be uploading like two to three times a week. Like I'm a hard worker. I can get shit done. I have someone who helps me edit. Like what the fuck? And I had a really tough conversation with myself and I was like, listen, you got to get over this hump. And clearly you care enough about what people think. You're giving a fuck too much about what people think when they comment on your look or what you're saying. It's really hardly ever what I'm saying because I'm normally confident in what I'm saying. It's just what how I look, which is sad. It's, I need to work on it. No one's perfect. I am a confident person. Like, I'm fine. I, I, I'm not asking for sympathy here. I'm just telling you that we, I feel like it always looks, you know, like rainbows and butterflies here in L.A., here in the influencer world. Like, you know, we're vibing, thriving, going on our brand trips, doing our brand deals, getting our little coffee, drinking our lemon water. Like, I, I'm fully aware that I have an insanely privileged, grateful life. You know, all the things, right? But I still struggle. I'm a human. I still struggle. And I still give a fuck sometimes about what people think and what I think. And all of that to say is that I am my biggest critic. And that is my first point when it comes to how to not give a fuck what other people think. Well, I'm here to tell you, you're your own biggest critic, okay? Basically, the reason I don't care that much about what other people are commenting on my life, if it's rude, if it's mean, if it's shameful, whatever, is like because I've probably thought it before. You don't think I've thought, damn, I wish my acne was like cleared up. Y'all think I haven't thought, damn, I wish I didn't have a double chin like when I went to the side. I wish I had a snatched jawline like Madison Beer. Like you don't think I haven't thought about that? <laughs> like, no shit, you dummy. That's why I don't care when someone comments because I'm like, you think I don't know that? But I'm saying this because I'm not trying to ask for sympathy. I'm just trying to tell you, you're your own worst critic. So anyone that says something, it like get, it brings me comfort at least. I don't know if this is going to land for everyone. And I'm sorry if it does. I'm not trying to offend or get canceled here. I don't know. I, 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 why do I have to do all these disclaimers? Um, I, I'm just trying to tell you, it brings me comfort knowing that, damn, Anything that anyone could say that is offensive or rude towards me or comment on one of my videos is probably something I've already thought about myself before. And if it's something I haven't thought about myself, then it's just so far from the truth. So that brings me comfort when it comes to not giving a fuck about what other people think. Does this make sense? Comment down below if it does. If it doesn't, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> when people do comment on your life, whether it's they're talking shit, they're saying it in real life, they're commenting it on a video, etc. They're projecting. Like people are envious of you and they're going to project what they wish they had. Or they're going to try and make you feel bad because they're envious of you. Don't you ever notice that like all the trolls, all the haters out there in the world that are commenting are like fucking weirdos, okay? They normally don't have a profile picture. They normally don't have friends. They're loners. They're miserable, okay? Anyone out there that is commenting on your life in a negative way is fucking miserable. And that's why you shouldn't give a fuck about what they think because why the fuck would you care about an opinion of someone that doesn't even actually know you? And you know what? It goes back to one of my favorite TikTok sounds right now. The sound is, and I quote, if you have a problem with me, you can text me. If you don't have my number, you can't have a problem with me. Like, it just makes so much fucking sense. If you don't have my number, you can't have a problem with me. Like, you don't have the right to comment something negative about me right now. Because you don't even fucking know me. And people are projecting. People are projecting their insecurities onto you. And it's embarrassing. Like, anyone that's, like, talking shit ever or being rude or being weird, like, I'm like, this is a reflection of you not me. And it's gross. It's weird. It's it's embarrassing. It's corny. Like, dude, get a hobby. Sorry, me quoting Real Housewives. Isn't that what Jill told Bethany? I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but love, love Bethany. Love Jill. <laughs> I, I wrote this down in my outline. People who actually give a fuck are projecting their insecurities onto you. It has everything to do with them and not you. People who are actually secure don't judge others in mean ways. Mic drop. There's a gazillion quotes out there. We'll get into it. But that's the gist of, you know, of that. People that give you shit are simply miserable. And why would I ever want to 
take advice or take an opinion of someone that's miserable. Like, girl, I'm only taking opinions of people that I admire and want to be like. And you should too. Another quote I love or saying I love is, why would you care what someone thinks of you if you wouldn't take advice from them? So if you wouldn't go to loner dude in his room being a weirdo and commenting on every you know woman's post about how they look a bad way, like if you wouldn't go to him for advice, why the fuck do you care about what his comment is? Do you get the picture here? People's comments about other people are a direct reflection of them. And if it's negative, you're fucking weirdo. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Another thing that brings me peace when it comes to not giving a fuck about what other people think is realizing that nobody is actually thinking about you more than you are yourself. Everyone's a narcissist. Like, Everyone only cares and thinks about themselves 24-7. Let's say you run into someone at an event and you have a little bit of an awkward conversation. They're leaving that conversation, I guarantee you, thinking, oh my God, what did I say wrong? What did that make? Why did I make that so weird? Blah, blah, blah. They're only thinking about themselves. Or they're like, oh, that went so well, like I slayed. They're not thinking about you in the slightest. Like everyone is always thinking about themselves, which also brings me peace, knowing that why would I give a fuck what other people think if... They, they don't even care actually about me. They care about themselves. Like, again, back to the reflection of themselves. Everyone's a narcissist. It really is a world where every man is for themselves out there. So think about that, too, when you're, like, spiraling next time. And you know what? When it comes to trying to not give a fuck about what people think, it really is a daily practice. Like, even the biggest, most confident, successful people in the world still struggle with giving a fuck about what people think. And it is a daily practice. Some need to practice it more than others. Some maybe need to practice it, you know, once a month or once a couple months or whatever. But there really are tools and things you can use to help when the thought comes up of like, dang it, I'm starting to care what other people think right now. How do I, you know, conquer this or how do I deal? And I've come up with a few things of how I personally try and fix it or how I nip this in the bud. The first thing is, this is going to sound crazy, but I counteract the thought with something else. 
And my friend actually sent me this too, which I was like, that's interesting because I do that too. I'm going to use a crazy example here, so bear with me. When I went through a tough breakup and I couldn't stop thinking about the guy and I wanted to get over him and I wanted to get him out of my head, I made a rule in my head. I was like, anytime I think of him, I have to think about something else to counteract it. Or you can be extreme and be like, I'm going to make myself do 10 push-ups every time I think about him. So then, because obviously I don't want to drop down and do 10 push-ups like in the middle of Ralph's right now. You know what I mean? So that's one way that you can, I guess, nip it in the bud is be like, all right, anytime I'm starting to give a fuck about what people think, I have to do A, B, and C. Some examples are I have to maybe better yourself, chug your water for the day. I have to text a friend and tell them something I love about them. I have to post a story. Like literally it can be the most random thing. I have to think about pineapples. Like whatever it is that helps you, think of something to counteract that thought. So as soon as the thought comes in, I'm starting to care what other people think, then boom, nope, got to drop down and do my 10 push-ups because you're training your brain to get that thought out of your forking head. Okay, another way that can help with this whole concept, I think, is journaling about it. I'm a big journal list maker, just getting my thoughts out. Like my journal is my therapist. And if that means you need to talk your shit in your journal, like to me and don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect. But talking shit is so corny. I'm like, that's what journals are for. Literally talk your shit in your journal. We don't need to be talking shit in real life. Going back to my favorite Eleanor Roosevelt quote. Small minds discuss people, average minds discuss events, and great minds discuss ideas. I want to be discussing ideas 24-7. We have one life to live. I want to be utilizing every minute to better myself, better the people around me, and have a fucking great life. Like, I want to have fun. I don't want to be scrutinizing people 24-7 and talking shit. Like, that is a waste of my time. That's what your journal's for, okay? At night, when you can't sleep, journal it out, babe. Like, hello? Take yourself on a date to Barnes and Noble. Okay, go to my Amazon storefront, if you will. I don't know, go crazy. Get some markers that I have on my Amazon storefront. <laughs> Me trying to plug my Amazon storefront. Another way to help with this tool that you can use. This, this is a toolbox of things you can use right now. Okay, the first thing is having that counteracting thought. The second thing is having your journal in your toolbox. The third thing is surround yourself with new perspectives. Okay, surround yourself with a bunch of different types of people that are constantly bringing you up and are people you aspire to be like other people who don't give a fuck, like learn from them, learn from example. Another tool you can use is the mute or unfollow tool on social media. There's so many times I catch myself down bad. I'm on my period and I'm comparing myself to some Insta baddie and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing right now? Hello, mute the house down boots. That's what it's for. Okay, if you are like me and don't want to unfollow, don't want to ruin the relationship or you're just a little scared, mute, babe, mute. You only have so much energy to give. Like, don't you want to use that energy to be positive instead of negative, right? Like if you're scrolling on your Instagram and you're going through stories and there's someone's little head that's about to pop up and you're about to watch their story and they give you a weird feeling in your gut or stomach or you're, you're starting to sense a jealous vibe. You caught a vibe and it was jealousy. Um, girl, mute. You have this much energy to use. You're going to use a little bit on some insta-body you don't even know who's going to make you jealous or whatever. Like, mute. Another tool you can use is self-talk. I was talking to my friend Taryn last night. We went out to dinner. And I was like, I was asking her, I was like, how do you not give a fuck what people think? Like, you're so good at this. I admire you so much. You know, give me the 411. She was like, honestly, dude, Self-talk has helped me a lot. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, girl, are you like talking in the mirror? Like, I don't know if I can do that. Like, and, and you know what? I'm not knocking it because I've done it at times. Like my brother the other day, he was like, I saw this TikTok and every morning you're supposed to wake up. TikTok University, of course, you know, our reliable source here on the show. Um, you wake up, you look in the mirror, you say, I love you 10 times. I love you. 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 And he literally started doing it. And I was laughing because <laughs> it's so crazy. But it's like, you know what? I'm not going to yuck someone's yum. If that works for you, like slay. It, I'm all here for the positive vibes. It was say I love you 10 times. And then it was take five insanely like deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. <sighs> Do it with me. Here we go. One, two, three, through your nose. 
out through your mouth. <sighs> something about it, you know what? It does something for me, okay? So you can self-talk. You can do your, the little I love you song. Or what Terrence said that I thought was pretty profound because I don't know why the fork. I've never thought about this. She said, dude, just talk to yourself like you would your friends. So she's like, immediately when I walked in, you immediately were like, which I did in real life. She was like, you were like, oh my God, Taryn, your hair looks so good today. Like, and your skin's glowing. Like, what's up? Like, like that's what I said. Cause I, I like to compliment my friends when I think they look hot or whatever. And I am one of those people that's like, I don't think a compliment should ever be silenced. If you have a compliment, tell someone. So then I was like, you're right. Like I should literally talk to myself like I would my friends. I'd be like, Dude, your outfit's so cool today. Like, you look so hot. It's insane how much you bring to the table with, like, your research for this podcast, your dedication, um, the way you're so comfortable talking to people. Like, that's shit I'm confident in. And I want to talk to myself like I'm my best friend. So, yeah, I thought that was that was a good tip. Talk to yourself like you're your best friend. Whether it's like, dude, you fucking slayed, blah, blah, blah. Talk to yourself like that. If it's a more professional way, talk to yourself like that. I don't care what it is you need to do, but talk to yourself like you talk to your friends. Because I guarantee you, you wouldn't talk to your friends in a shitty way. You wouldn't talk to your friends the way you talk to yourself. You wouldn't be like, God, I look like shit today. You wouldn't say that to your friend. If your friend walked into the room, and let's say they actually did look like shit. Let's say they weren't having the best, you know, glam day. You would never be like, girl, you look like shit. You'd never be like, you look like ass right now, okay? You would say, damn, girl, you didn't have to come stunning in here with those cool shoes. Like, you would, I guarantee you, I know y'all, you would not say, like, you look fucking awful right now. If, so, if one of my friends said that to me, first of all, we would never be friends. But they would, in that moment, not be my friend. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm all for, like, teasing, keeping it real, like, you know, humbling my friends. But no one is actually out here being like, you suck, like, for real. So, yeah, talk to yourself like you would your friends. And it's always positive, right? Go into your toolbox, y'all. I personally have a pink one from Amazon. You can buy it on my Amazon store. <laughs> use that toolbox. Another thing in your toolbox you can use is the word no. You can literally say no whenever you want. You don't have to do anything anyone wants or says, okay? And then the last tool that I think is a good practice as far as not giving fuck what people think. I think this is a good tool to use if you really struggle what people think. And it, it comes down to people pleasing. So I'm going to use an example here. Let's say you walk into Starbucks and you order your oat milk latte. And it comes to you and it has whole milk in it. And normally you'd be like, you know what? My stomach's going to hate me, but I feel so bad. I'm just going to drink this. I challenge you to ask for your correct order back. Like stopping a people pleaser... They fucked up your order. And much respect to all the baristas and waitresses, waiters out there. Like, I love y'all. We appreciate you. Your job is very hard and very stressful, and we appreciate you. However, if you struggle with not giving a fuck what people think, like, these are little things that you need to start doing as a daily practice because it'll help you in the long run. So ask for that oat milk instead. Let's say you are at a store. I see this on TikTok all the time. It's, like, people doing things outside of their comfort zone. It's like, okay, I'm going to go into Home Depot today and ask if I can look in the back. Like, obviously, that's really extreme, but don't be afraid. Like, if you're in a store and they only have, you know, a large and a medium and you need an extra large, ask the worker. Be like, hey, do y'all have an extra large in this? Hey, do you have a small in this? Hey, do you have a size eight in this? Whatever size you are. Ask for it. Because, first of all, you won't ever know unless you ask. And second of all, this is a good practice to help you eventually not give a fuck about what people think. Next subject. Not subject, but next, you know, thing in the outline, in the juicy outline. This is something that brings me peace when it comes to not giving a fuck about what people think. And I think it's, it's a little morbid, but it's true. The only thing we know to be true that we know is going to happen at one day is that we're going to die. And I'm not trying to be super, you know, Debbie Downer here. But it brings me peace knowing if everyone here in the world is going to die at one point, that means I only have one life to live. That means why the hell am I wasting this life caring about what other people think about me? And why am I letting them stop me from doing what I want to do in this one life that I have? 
something to think about, Bestie. It's something to think about. You only have one life to live. Like, do what makes you fucking happy. Do what excites you. Like, you should not be living for anyone else's expectations for you. Like, this is your life. This isn't your mom's life. This isn't your parents' life. This isn't your cousin's life. This isn't your boyfriend's life. This is your life. Do you want to seriously spend it doing what other people want you to do and not doing what you want to do? Like, that to me is depressing. And you know what? The number one thing that old people, like, I think it's like people over the age of 80, there's like a stat. It's a real statistic. I'm going to say people over the age of 80. Don't quote me on this. The one thing all old people say that they regret or they wish they would have done in their life, their biggest regret is not going for the things that they actually wanted to do. Their biggest regret is always what they wish they would have done. So it's like, ah, damn, I wish I would have gone to Europe. I wish I would have traveled more. I wish I would have gone for that guy. I wish I would have kissed more people. I wish I would have gone for that job. I wish I would have quit my job earlier. I wish I would have. That is their biggest regret. I wish I would have. Like, I don't want to be 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. Hopefully I make it to 100. I don't want to be 100 being like, damn. I really wish I would have done A, B, and C. I want to be 100 and be like, girl, it's my time. I'm ready. I've done it all. I don't want to be sitting there being like, damn, I really didn't go for my dream because Joe Blow said that I have acne. Like, no shit, Joe Blow. I want to be 100 and saying, hell yeah, I had acne. And hell yes, I made more money than you, Joe Blow, because I didn't give a fuck about what you said, and it's not going to stop me from pursuing my dreams and my goals and living the life that I want to live. And one thing I have to add in here is sometimes it's not a Joe Blow in your life. Sometimes it's your mom. Sometimes it's a relative or someone you really care about that's harping, 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 harping on you in your life. You know what? grandma you know what mom maybe you should focus on your own life okay you have to block out the haters okay put on your hater blockers and just like let it go in through one ear out the other use your toolkit because sometimes it's the people we love that are caring a little too much they're giving a little too much of a fuck about what you're doing and they're stopping you from living the life you want to live and i don't want you being a making moves listener being 100 years old and regretting not pursuing the thing you always wanted to do. Not going for the guy you've always had a crush on. Not living the life you've always wanted to live. Like, I am telling you right now, you're going to regret that. you got to block out the haters. Put on your hater blockers, okay? For some reason, knowing that you're irrelevant in everyone else's life is somewhat comforting. Just remember, they're only thinking about themselves. It's always a reflection of them. They're wanting you to do what they wish they would have done. They want you to be miserable with them. Misery loves company. Making Moves listener, you are not miserable. You're not a miserable girly, okay? You are not the type of person to sulk, be jealous, be mad, be comparing yourself, you know, be in that depressive state 24-7. Like, that is not you, and if your best friend is wanting you to do that with them, no shit, they're miserable. They want you to be miserable with them. Like that is not your best friend. Your best friend wants the best for you and wants you to live your life to the fullest. It's cheesy, but it's true. That is not your friend if they want you to be jealous and depressed with them. That's not your friend. That's not a good friend. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Mwah. Sounds so good. 
Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How to not give a fuck about what people think. Let me just tell you the benefits of why you shouldn't. Okay, maybe this will help you. Number one is, like I said earlier, you only have one life to live. You literally have the ability to disrupt this world. You have the ability to change the world. Like, there was a moment in time where Oprah was a nobody. Okay, Oprah might have been depressed in her room comparing herself. I doubt it. But like maybe she was. There was a day and age where Steve Jobs was a nobody. Okay, everybody was a nobody, I guess, except for Nepo babies (laughs) at one moment in time, except for Stormy baby. But everyone was a nobody until they disrupted this world. They did something a little different. They were a rebel. Like this is me telling you be a rebel. March to the beat of your own drum. Just go for it. You actually have the ability to change someone's life. Like whether that's you researching a new cure for cancer, whether that's you starting a podcast that helps motivate people every morning, whether that's you coming up with the best recipe for a new pasta dish that we all love and share at big moments and celebrations. I don't care what it is. Whatever your desire is, you have the ability to be the best at it and disrupt this world and make some awesome change. And I don't want anyone else stopping you. And I don't want you to give a fuck about what anyone else thinks because you have the ability to do something wild. That's what we do here on this podcast. Think about for a second Uber, Airbnb, Dry Bar. Like those were all weird ass ideas at one moment in time. And all those little disruptors, like Steve Jobs. I don't know who invented Uber. (laughs) Allie from Drybar. Like all of those people were weird at one point. And they had a lot of chatter, I'm sure, of people being like, oh, that's never going to work. Oh, that's never going to work. I don't believe in it. Blah, blah, blah. That's a stupid idea. You're wasting time. You're not spending time with your family. You blah, blah, blah. You're overweight. You're blah, blah, whatever. A lot of people always have a lot to say, and those people blocked out the haters, put their hater blockers on, and simply did not give a fuck because look at them now. Look at how much Uber disrupted our world. I can't even imagine a world without Uber. I can't even imagine a world without Instagram or without Call Her Daddy. Think about 
Alex Cooper. She disrupted the podcast world. She was like, all right, Joe Rogan. You want a little female to go against? We're not talking about sex enough. Like, thank God we all have that podcast. And you know what? I know a lot of straight guys that listen to that podcast too for information. Like, I'm so sorry. My fifth grade teacher did not teach me enough about sex education. And that is a sex ed podcast. Call her daddy. She literally disrupted the podcast world. And look at her now. The girl has her own podcast network. She got a $60 million deal from Spotify. She's getting married. She's happy. Like, I'm like, y'all, that could be you. And it starts with not giving a fuck about what other people think because someone is always going to have something to say. So you have to be ready to block it out and deal with it. Another benefit to not giving a fuck is, you know what's 10 times more embarrassing than following your dreams and passions and failing? Is making fun of someone and caring about someone who is actually pursuing their dreams. Like, it's not embarrassing going for what you want and failing. I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Like, I'm glad that you tried. You know what's embarrassing? Someone that's making fun of someone that goes for their dreams. I'm like, that is, that is so embarrassing to me. Because that means you are so beyond miserable. And then the last benefit of not giving a fuck is the only way you can make your dreams come true is by actually going for it and ripping off the band-aid. Mic drop. This next segment of the episode is a compilation of all of the wise tips, tricks, pieces of advice that my network of people have so kindly sent me and shared with me about how they deal with not giving a fuck about what people think. And they were so good. I couldn't not share. Like, that's the point of me reaching out is I was like, y'all are good at this. I want your advice. So here are a few things. Someone said, being embarrassed is a choice. Something is only embarrassing if you let it be. Okay, this is going to sound like an insane example, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. The first thing I thought of, genuinely, this is like, y'all are going to make fun of me, whatever, is potty talk. Okay, I'm going to be frank. I'm not really great with potty talk. Like, I'm not one of those girls that's like making jokes about going number two, farting, etc. Like, I've never been one of those girls that's just like passing gas when I'm with a boy. Like, that is, I literally dated a man for three years. Like, I was not doing that. Like, girls don't do that. <laughs> that's my own thing I need to deal with, whatever. But, you know what I thought of? I was like, this is so true. Being embarrassed is a choice. Something is only embarrassing if you let it be. And I immediately thought of like people or specifically women that are so chill and confident when it comes to talking about potty talk. Like there's girls out there that'll be like, yeah, oh, like I, I can't even say it because it's just like embarrassing. But I think about girls that being like, yeah, I'm going to go take a shit, blah, 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 blah. Like they're so confident. It's not even embarrassing when they say it because they're so confident about talking about it. And to me, I'm like so embarrassed and I get weird about it that like anytime I even like bring it up, honestly, I have friends that are worse about it than I am. Like as far as they don't want to talk about it. I feel like I'm in the middle now because um, there was a lot of diarrhea talk when we went to South Africa, listen to that episode. Anyway, all that to say is like some girls are out here just talking about potty talk and like farting. Oh my God, like I can't believe I'm saying this right now on a podcast. Farting, going to the bathroom. They're like, oh, I need to go take a shit. Like but some people just say that and it's not embarrassing. Like I'm like, honestly, slay girl, like go do you. Some people are just out here saying that and it's not embarrassing because they they don't find it to be embarrassing. They, they chose not to be embarrassed by it. So I think that's a good point. Someone said being embarrassed is a choice. And I think it's true. Like, of course, sometimes you could get an overwhelming feeling, but like you really can decide like, ah, that actually wasn't embarrassing. Like gaslight yourself. <laughs> okay. This I thought was really great. I think my friend Angie said this. It's not your responsibility to live up to expectations of what people have for you. It's not. It's not your responsibility to live up for any expectations that anyone has for you. Do what you want. Stop giving a fuck what people think. Another thing someone said. Are you going to change every single time someone says they don't like something about you? I can't even fathom if I had a running Excel document of all of the comments that I got about what I need to change, what's bad about me, why I need to look different, what weight I need to lose, like whatever. If I like had an Excel document of that and I changed every single time someone said something, I'd be changing every second, half a second. 
Like, what are you going to do? Change every time someone has a bad opinion about you or gives a fuck about you? No. <laughs> like, no. Taryn also said this, and I thought it was a great example. I kind of already touched on it, but I think it's good. The thoughts you think people are thinking about you is a reflection of them. And the example she used is people that are always concerned about their significant other cheating are the ones that are actually cheating. And that's like literally what I'm trying to say. Like every thought someone has is a reflection on them, not you. So there's always that guy that's like just cheating on his girlfriend left and right. And he's the one that's insecure about her talking to a guy at a party. Like it's so fucked. Great example. We are always doing the best we can with the resources we have. And I think it's true. We're all just human. We're all just here on this big rock that's spinning. And we're doing the best we can with the resources we have. And to add to that, literally no one knows what they're doing ever. Like even like the biggest executives in the world or bosses or, you know, the most successful people, like they still don't know what they're doing. Like we're all trying to figure it out with the resources around us on how to like, you know, get through the next day. Like we're all human. It's like when you think about that, like how small we are, like we're literally a speck compared to like the rest of the world. Like think about even when you're pl on a plane, like that's just an, a, a flight in the U.S. Like think about how small you are just on that plane, let alone the world, like zooming out, zooming out, zooming out, zooming out. It's not that deep. Your reputation is what people think you are. Your character is who you are. I love that. Okay, my friend Ollie said this and I thought it was so good. Here's the quote. If they aren't fucking you, feeding you, or financing you, then you shouldn't give a fuck about them. It's simple. If they aren't fucking you, feeding you, or financing you, you shouldn't give a fuck about them. This is what one of my guy friends said. I thought it was really good. The major rule I live by that I think leads to me giving the least amount of fucks is the idea that we are only promised one life, so you got to make the most out of it. So caring what others think will only slow you down from living the most enjoyable and fulfilling life. I love to have fun and have noticed that not giving a fuck about what others think has led me to cooler, more interesting people, more laughs, and more adventures. Like, how wholesome is that? The sexiest thing about you is being the only person who is you in the world. There's no other person out there that is you. And nobody knows you better than yourself. The second sexiest thing about you is your confidence. So if you have confidence to not give a fuck about what others think and go for what you want in life, that, nothing sexier. Nothing sexier. One of my friends said this is so good. Trust yourself and trust your gut. We are so quick to listen to outside noise first rather than our own intuition and gut. Become besties with your gut. You know you better than anyone else. Like my goal for the rest of this year is become absolute best friends with my gut. Like I want to be best friends with me. Another thing to think about is like if you know you're a good person, why the fuck do you give a fuck about what other people think okay and then to close up this podcast i wrote down a bunch of popular quotes from smart people <laughs> um, regarding the subject the first one which i already said was if you have a problem with me you can text me and if you don't have my number you can't have a problem with me and when i was thinking about this quote it just made me think like secure and successful people will support and help you and they won't give a fuck about you like they're worried about them and they know how hard it is to put yourself out there and create something like they aren't dumb they're smart secure and successful people are not going to be judging you so like anyone that is giving a fuck and giving their rude ass opinion probably isn't secure or successful or either one of those things. They're probably not both of those things or either one. One quote that I remember on my podcast was with Angela Arntz, the former vice president of retail at Apple and CEO of Burberry. She was on this podcast. You should definitely go listen to it. It's one of my favorite episodes ever. She said, let your work speak for itself. Let your work do the talking. I, I really love what she said on the podcast, but she was very specific about trusting your gut, trusting your intuition, and letting your work speak for itself. And I think it's a great thing 
to remind yourself of when you're starting to spiral about thinking about what others think. Like, just let it go. Let your work speak for itself. Another quote that I love. A lion doesn't concern himself with the opinion of a sheep. The Joe Blows out there. This is a quote from Kobe Bryant that I love and that my manager shared with me. I don't play for your fucking approval. I play to win. Kobe Bryant. This is a quote from Mark Manson, the author of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Maturity is what happens when one learns to only give a fuck about what's truly fuck worthy. And then the last quote, I'm not sure if this is an exact quote, but thing is, I like to laugh at the people who care enough to have trouble with how I live. And I think it's true. Like, maybe your counter thought in your toolbox is simply to laugh. When someone says some wackadoodle shit about you, and seems to be so concerned with what you're doing, laugh. Like, that'll really put them in their place. Just laugh. Because that is, like, being the most unbothered you can be. Laugh. I hope that you learned something new or feel inspired or motivated. Something. I hope you were provided with some value from this episode. If you like listening to this type of episode, please let me know in the comments. Um, I would be happy to do more and do more research for you guys. This is really fun for me, and I didn't mean to, like, you know, yell at y'all, but some of us, you know, need to be talked to sternly, and I really want the best for y'all. I want us to all win. I really do believe there is room for everyone at the table, and I need to nip some shit in the bud with myself, and I need to stop caring about, you know, what others think, and it is daily struggle for most people, and... um. Maybe this is one of those episodes you need to go back and listen to the next time. Maybe that maybe this episode can be in your toolbox. The next time that you start to give a fuck, you can go back to this episode and re-listen. And um, I love you guys so much. I want you to win. And if you enjoyed this podcast at all, please be sure to rate and review. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That would mean so much to me. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on TikTok at Making Moves Pod. Comment down below Kobe, the word Kobe, so I know you listen to the end. I love you all so much. I am rooting for you this week. Let's start now. Stop giving a fuck about what other people think. It's easier said than done, but I hope this helped break it down a little. And be sure to make someone else's day this week. Love you guys. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.